Welcome to the Vegan Changemaker podcast. My name is June Fuchs and I'm on the quest to veganize over 50% of the global human population by the year of 2030. Sounds delusional? Well, obviously I can't do it alone. And that's why in this podcast, you're getting to meet some of the most influential, inspiring and impactful vegans there are. May this episode help you create more vegan impact in the world because we need your help as well, dear vegan friend. Welcome everybody listening to our podcast today. Today I'm here with another special guest as almost every episode, a person I connected with online on Facebook. Bless you, Facebook. Thank you for connecting people that are like-minded <laughs> and creating a lot of beautiful, beautiful change in the world. This is not sponsored by Facebook, by the way. <laughs> Today I'm here with Irene Ontero Fernandez. Um, I've connected with her, as said on Facebook, she is a holistic therapist and coach. And I was just intrigued by her story, her journey, and wanted to know more about it because both of us have been down the path of knowing what anxiety feels like, of suffering from it, of knowing what stress and overwhelm feels like. And we both have found a lot of healing in holistic health practices. Now, you're a coach and you're also a yoga instructor, a certified yoga instructor. Welcome, my love. How are you? Thank you so much, June, for such a lovely introduction and for the opportunity to, to be here. It's really inspiring, as you were saying, to, to share uh, these spaces with like-minded people and, and activists and people who are working to make the world a better place because we're all in this together right and we all suffer to some extent until we realize how not to suffer until we realize that so much suffering is not necessary it's not who we are meant to be and why we are here in the world that was what my journey was was about and uh, spirituality was really important for that yoga was really important for that eastern philosophies such as buddhism were really important for that and veganism was really important for that too because it's not only humans who have feelings you know <laughs> animals are so similar to us and when you really feel that in your heart then you have to make the choices that you know are right. <laughs> Agree. Well, it's so cool to have you because most of our listeners are vegan, right? So they embody those values already. But I think I speak for all of us when I say we are empaths. So we're yeah. very compassionate. We care. We actually care, you know. And for us empaths or just, uh, you know, vegans in general, it, it is really challenging to live in this still pre-vegan world. And we're on a quest here, right? We're on a quest to veganize this world. Let's see how fast we can do it. My goal is to, you know, have 50% of the global population veganized by uh, eight years from now, 2030. Woo! That would be, that would be, yeah, right. That would be the vision. And um, I just wanted to make sure that every vegan out there is is also equipped with the resilience the tools the skills mm -hmm. to be an activist to live not only survive but also to thrive in in life right and that's i think what is going to be very important in our podcast episode today is zooming in on how can we maintain a sane mind a balanced heart 
whilst we're living in this transition phase from from yeah. industrialization a lot of meat a lot of suffering on animal ends and how can we live in that so do you want to tell us a little bit about like you weren't a yoga instructor always, and you weren't a holistic therapist and coach always. How did you get into that? Yeah, and I wasn't born a vegan either, <laughs> much to the contrary. So I, I was born into a regular family in Spain. I'm Spanish originally. I've traveled a lot right now. I'm based in Brazil. Uh, lovely tropical climate, lovely people. I live in an eco village that's vegan or mostly vegan where animal, uh, well, meat and fish are forbidden. Some people have uh, eggs and cheese a little bit, but they're not for sale here. So that's really, really amazing. It's a really supportive environment and that helps. You know, that's part of it, finding your tribe, finding support in whatever ways you can. Cause yeah, uh, my journey uh, into self-development, into healing and with veganism started with yoga. I, I had studied law and I was doing a PhD in social science. I was in this sort, so to say, um, normal or, or, or not normal. I, I, I wouldn't know how to define it exactly, but like on a career path that was based on achievement like worldly achievements, like I wanted to have a good job and status because that's what my family was told me was telling me that life was about, that you get to land a good job, you get to find a partner to marry, and then you have kids and you buy a house and you buy a car and uh, that's life. And nothing wrong with that, but I felt I wanted more. I wanted different, that life wasn't fulfilling me. So yoga was a big stepping stone there uh, because of the physical practice that I found so healing on a daily basis to connect to my body, to connect to my breath, to learn to meditate. Meditating was a big challenge for me always. I felt that my mind wouldn't settle for meditation, but uh, I started doing Ashtanga yoga, which is this very type of um, very athletic type of yoga Funny. That... Me too. also one of Me my too? favorite ways of uh, practicing yeah yeah okay i practice a blend but as ashtanga is one really strong component of my practice anyway That's keep amazing. going right yeah. it's <laughs> <laughs> so i i think it's an amazing tool to get all the excess energy out there and then at the end of it you feel calmer you can relax and that got me to be able to meditate a little bit by the end of the practice and, and to really connect to my breath in a deep level and to start to realize every time I stepped on the mat every morning that what I had eaten the day before had an impact on how my body was feeling. And the mood I was in had an impact on how my body was feeling too. If I had had meat, my stomach would hurt if I had had more than one or two beers the night before my stomach would hurt and I was a party animal I was drinking more than is healthy uh, until my late 20s and um, I was also eating not a lot of meat because I never really liked it I always loved animals and I always thought 
that the idea of killing them to eat wasn't resonating with me, but my family really hammered into my mind and society did that you needed to eat animals and animal products to be healthy, that otherwise you would become anemic, etc. And so when I started researching that more for me, I was also worried on the impact that would have in my family, in my friend circle. I had several vegetarian friends at that point, but nobody was vegan, for instance. Vegan sounded extreme. And um, step by step, you know, uh, researching more about the philosophy of yoga, but also about nutrition and about mental health. I started studying those different fields first for myself to care for my own health because I, I knew that something wasn't right with the way I was told to live. So I needed to change something. And um, becoming vegetarian was easier, but as I was saying, vegan was somewhat harder because of the preconceptions and judgments that had been instilled into me. But when I went to India for the first time to, to study yoga there, my yoga teacher said something that, I don't know, somehow it, it was a small, simple thing, but it changed everything for me. And it was like, imagine, really imagine you're the cow or imagine you're the chicken. Would you like that someone comes and takes your milk, takes your little baby away, takes your eggs away without asking for permission? And the answer was so clear, like, no, who would like that? <laughs> so that compassion for all living beings, which is a fundamental tenet of, of yoga, and which is something that I always felt so much in my heart, led me to keep researching into veganism, into health and into therapy as well. Because uh, in the meanwhile, well, I had had mental health struggles since I was a teenager, really, anxiety, depression, and um, it was only made worse by the pandemic because uh, that's the time when I transitioned for, from the academic career to what I wanted to do was teach yoga full time first. That wasn't possible. So I thought, okay, I obviously need therapy. I'm going to go into that, study that for myself first. And then I realized I enjoyed facilitating that work for others too. And it really fit well for me with uh, veganism and nutrition as well, because what we eat has a big impact on our physical, but also mental health. So I, I started working with that and uh, the online space was really open during the pandemic, right? Which I think was one of the positive effects that the world crisis had, that so many services started to become available online. And also that so many of us realized the environmental impact that we have on the world through our, our diet as well. And so many of us realized the importance of nature and the importance of connection and the importance of compassion, not only towards other humans, but towards animals, towards nature, towards everything that exists, because we're not so different after all. <laughs> no, we're truly not. We're truly not. 
You know, it's interesting what I was just thinking as you were as you were sharing this part of your story where this um, teacher of yours in India said this one thing to you, right? And it changed everything. And I think a lot of us that are listening here today can relate that we had these moments in our life where one little thing came through. It like came straight into our heart, straight into the depths of our mind, and it changed everything. Because once you learn, you can't unlearn. So I just had this train of thought as you were speaking. And this is like, this is just coming through my mind right now. A lot of people go vegan because they realize that like they're not embodying compassion, right? So like that was the same for you, for me, it was the same story, I bet for all of you out there well as well. And a lot of people realize how important it is when they start connecting to their compassionate inner self. So I just had this train of thought of like, if spirituality and veganism obviously go hand in hand, to me, they do a bit to you as well, right? They go hand in hand. So is spiritual practice and teaching a strong vehicle, not only for global human healing and inner healing and, you know, all of the beautiful physical aspects that it also brings to it, but also could it be a vehicle for us to inspire more people to go vegan? And I think in my experience, that is so like, I get a lot of people that are turned off by the term spirituality. So I don't use it that much. I go more into mindfulness. And then obviously it's the same freaking thing. Like if you dive in, you'll realize those are very, very similar. Um, the same family, I would say, right? So what do you think? Or let's say in your experience, when you had conversations with people after you went vegan, right? And you did go vegan on the same journey as you developed your your consciousness and you became more aware of how to embody compassion. You healed yourself more from the inside out through your journey, through yoga, through discovering that and through therapy. So what do you think about or what is your experience all around bringing this kind of work to people now, being a therapist, being a coach to them, being a spiritual um, translator and teacher? Mm -hmm. Do you think that is, or in your experience, is that like effective to bring vegan people or let's say pre-vegan people closer to being vegan? Yeah, I think it is very effective indeed, both for vegans, non-vegans, people who are transitioning into veganism, um, vegetarians, you know, anything, anybody. For me, spirituality is one big missing piece that our modern society is starving for. And I was starving for, I just didn't know that. Um, for instance, uh, I, used to, I used to party a lot and drink a lot and travel a lot and look for a lot of exciting life experiences. And then through yoga, through therapy, I realized that was, uh, what I was craving was this strong emotions this strong feeling of connection this strong you know this need to be present and to really enjoy the moment that spirituality or mindfulness really bring with developing your consciousness your awareness your present in every moment then you realize that you don't need so much that here and now already enough that you are enough that every little experience is is an adventure on its own right 
And um, that's for me uh, what spirituality is about. Finding your own importance, your own enoughness, your own uh, ability to enjoy each moment in life. Nothing else, nothing more. And so I, I use that to help my clients in therapy and coaching I, I i blend therapy and coaching together but also in in the yoga classes that i teach that are normally uh separate from from that but i mean it's it's hard to separate so much <laughs> and the same with veganism i don't necessarily aim for everybody to go vegan immediately but i always make people uh reflect on what their values are once they're given the information because so many people are not vegan yet or are not doing spiritual practices yet maybe because they don't have the full picture but once they realize the benefits once they realize the philosophy behind it and once they realize uh, their own values they are able to connect with their own values then you know that the, the benefit is just undeniable so for me being vegan is a spiritual practice and spiritual practices lead to veganism a hundred percent wow how you summed that up now in one sentence i want to repeat that being vegan is a spiritual practice and spirituality leads to veganism mm -hmm. that is so powerful because what came up for me as you were talking just now and as you said how it both benefits right i mean the, what we are doing here today is we're bringing spirituality closer to our vegan community for them to receive the benefits of of being more in their body being more in their heart being more mindful in the moment self-loving self-accepting and through that generating more energy in essence and energy can be used to invest in activism in creating impact in you know whatever shape or form you want to you want to help veganize the world so spirituality is 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 a gateway, I think, as well, right? Like a, a pathway for us to to just elevate our ourselves in our life. And on the contrary, being spiritual as a vegan can also be a really cool, as you said just before. I, I had this uh, picture in my mind of like a a, a spiritually practiced like a spiritual practitioner or the researcher talking to a non-vegan so like somebody who's vegan and spiritual talking to a non-vegan or a pre-vegan and then figuring out that that person is actually more interested in spirituality than in the environment right that's where there are in life and stuff so you as an rather educated practitioner in spirituality which not only benefits you but in this moment it can benefit us in a conversation with a pre-vegan and hook them where they are. Hook them means basically speak into their heart because where they're at this moment in time is not in the environmental uh, benefits that veganism brings. It's not about animals. They couldn't care about animals because they don't even know how to care for themselves, right? Like how can you care for others if you can't care for yourself? So people that mm -hmm. are at their, at their, you know, more desperate state in life, so that was really nice how he just said that it made me realize, and I hope a lot of our listeners too, made me realize in this moment that spirituality has so many benefits 
on both ends. For the pre-vegans, obviously, as a lot of us have gone through a spiritual awakening to become vegan, but also for all the vegans that came from other routes to become vegan and now learn about something that's not only good for themselves in all ways possible, but also can benefit the impact they can have. Wow. Blown mind over here. Right? <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Yoon, because you, you sum it up and you add your very interesting view as well, which is as fascinating. I'm, I'm loving this conversation. Thank you so much. <laughs> Same. It's really cool. And you know, like with every podcast interview, with every person I talk to, like today with you, Irene, we, I feel like we come a step closer to really figuring out the, the golden keys. There's probably going to be a couple to, to veganize this world faster and to yeah. move it towards animal liberation and more compassion, you know? And so I'm grateful that you gave us this insight so far. There's one more thing I would love to ask you. Yeah. Um, when, when vegans now are listening to us, right. And they're going like, okay, I, I never really developed a sense of what spirituality actually is. You already summed it up in our episode. So everybody out there now has a little bit of a picture on what spirituality looks like. Um, but if they want to get into it more, um, mm -hmm. first of all, what what kind of like accesses would you recommend? Yoga, obviously. Is there any other um, resources that you could recommend? And second, mm -hmm. if people want to get in touch with you to make you be their resource and ask you questions, how do they reach out? So first, tell us a little bit about um, other ways to dive into spirituality and then you can let mm -hmm. us know how we can reach you. Perfect. Thank you so much, Yoon. So um, about spirituality and how you can apply it to, to your life as a vegan. For me, it had a whole host of benefits. And as, as you were saying, people go vegan for all sorts of reasons. For me, it's mainly... Uh, well, for me, it was all of them. But if you want to classify, it would be about your health. It would be about the environment. It would be about ethical reasons and spirituality that's closely connected to ethical reasons. So spirituality for me is about connecting to your heart, connecting to compassion for yourself and connecting to compassion for all beings. That is through being Irene, my love. I just lost you for a minute. So let's see when you come back. It's actually my Wi-Fi that is having issues. Oh, I'm so happy I came back. Yeah, me too. What happened? I think my Wi-Fi just shut down for a moment. Very rarely, but sometimes that happens. Ugh. Anyway, it says it's still recording, so I'll just cut these two pieces together. Oh my god. We we no take, problem. Shall we just take it again from um your your uh like access points to spirituality? That's where we were at. Yeah. Yeah. 
So um, the how to how you can apply spirituality to your day to day life. I, I have a video course about that, by the way, but just very quickly. Uh, yoga is one way. Meditation is one way. And it, it can be silent meditation on your own, but it can also be using an app meditation or some Spotify or YouTube playlist any kind of exercise where you develop your mindful awareness in the present moment it can be body scan it can be uh, meditating on uh, for instance the, I, I love to do this uh, yoga nidra type of exercises or a manifestation type of meditations where you meditate on your ideal reality you visualize your ideal reality and as a vegan, that can be for you, but also visualizing a planet, a vegan planet, you know, and visualizing healing uh, for yourself and, and for others, the people you love, everybody around you. Uh, there are many uh, Tibetan meditations, Buddhist meditations that are about that, about imagining golden light or white light or love shining out of you and onto others and sending love and light to others. We say that in the spiritual world as words, but you can actually visualize yourself sending love and light to others. And that has been proven by science to work. Experiments have been done with plants where it's proven that plants react positively when you send them love through words or through just your intention. And they react negatively. They become sick and die when you send them negative um, words or negative energy. So the intention you put into, into your meditations, into your day-to-day -day life, the words you speak to yourself and to others, they all have an impact. And that's what spirituality teaches you. Spirituality is learning how to use your mind, how to use your energy in a way that's more subtle and more sophisticated than what we're normally aware of. It's opening doors beyond what you normally see to make life more exciting, to make you realize your power as a creator of, of, of your life, of your own adventure, because we're here to make our own adventure, really. <laughs> Amen to that. And, uh, we really are yeah. here to create this adventure exactly and we're creating it for ourselves but also collectively so when i went vegan um i studied a lot of nutrition i uh, studied about the environment i studied about ethical reasons i was um translating vegan content and subtitles for earthling ed and nutritionfacts.org for a while because oh, i really wanted epic. to learn and i wanted yeah, I wanted to support their cause and I am a native Spanish speaker, but I've been working in English for the past 10 years. So I thought I can put my language skills to good use to help spread this useful content and to also learn more myself. So I did learn a lot, but sometimes I still felt alone in the world because I didn't have a lot of vegan friends and I was connecting with people through the internet and meeting more vegans as I traveled. I, I spent the last couple of years traveling since it was allowed to do so again. Mm -hmm. um, but I still felt, you know, uh, anxious about the, the, the world, the 
the perspectives for the world, you know, mm-hmm. and and how we're evolving, and we are in a climate crisis. We're in 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 global climate change and global mm-hmm. warming, and and not everybody is realizing the impact of their diet, of their daily choices, of veganism yet. More and more people are realizing it, but that was painful for me you know to look around and see still so much suffering so reading about spirituality also really helped because i found quite a few spiritual books from completely different traditions saying that the future of the world is veganism so this is not which, something which i'm books? making up which ones so the gene keys it's a system of, of self-development and self-knowledge, uh, similar to, to human design in a way. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Yeah. Yeah, I have. But that book said, uh, other than giving you a lot of clues how to get to know yourself and your purpose in this world, it was saying the future of humanity is veganism. And that made me cry with tears of joy, literally. <laughs> Mm. was such a relief and then i kept finding other spiritual books there's another one about um i don't know if you've ever heard about uh, lemuria and atlantis the past lost civilizations yes um so there's this book series called telos that was channeled by an american medium um and these books say the same thing that the future of humanity is vegan and it's coming soon. It's coming real, uh-huh. real soon. That's good news. <laughs> it's not only us who are doing the work. It's also already planned in the ancestral um, plans of all the all the beings that have been here in this realm or beyond before us. I'll make sure to leave those books and to leave those resources for everybody who wants to check them out down in the show notes or the description of the YouTube video if you're watching this on YouTube. And um, now I also want to ask you because you are you are more than one book of wisdom. So if people want to reach out to you, if they want to work with you, you said you have a course on how to bring spirituality into your everyday life, Irene. So mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about where can people reach you? Where can they check you out? Definitely. So I am active on Instagram as Irene of Therapy. And on Facebook, you can find me as Irene Otero Fernandez under my full name. I'm sharing content there daily uh, about spirituality, about health, about wellness, about psychology. I have different video courses available uh that you can purchase at different price points i have a free course that i'm releasing tomorrow about self-love and how you can use spirituality and other wellness practices to really cultivate self-love which is going to lead to love for others like just more love in your life and i also offer one-to-one sessions i work with hypnosis quite a lot and i have a 12 12 week program premium holistic care where everything is combined the hypnosis with the psychology with the spirituality with yoga i also work with shamanism and deep ecology i have training in nutrition uh, in ayurveda which is traditional indian medicine so 
yeah, there you go. Follow me for all the free resources. Check out my offerings. I can't wait to connect with you. Whoever is watching, you know, on social media, vegan, non-vegan, if you want to make yourself healthier, happier and more connected, I am here to help with that. And thank you so much, Yoon, for having me and for super, you know, for these super inspiring conversations. Mm, you're welcome. And thank you as well. This wouldn't have happened without you. And yeah, everybody who wants to dive into spirituality and who loves your energy, may they reach out to you. So everything is linked down in the show notes, in the bio, or in the description, wherever you're watching or listening to this. Feel free to share this episode with your friends, with your loved ones, on your social network, if you like what we're talking about, and if you think other people should listen to this too. So this was um, our episode for today with Irene Ontero Fernandez. I love to pronounce that. That's so smooth. <laughs> Thank you so much, you my love. I did. Uh, <laughs> we are trying. Yeah. So my name is June Fuchs. I'm a certified life coach. And I'm also here for you if you want to dive deeper into your holistic well-being, into your personal development, and join me on the quest to veganize this world, at least 50% of our population by 2030. That's the quest. I'll leave you with the links to my resources as well. Sending you all so much love. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Vegan Changemaker podcast. Please share it with your friends, your family, your social network, and your loved ones. If you want to get your impact to the next level, I invite you to take the Vegan Impact Quiz. I created it to help you figure out what the next steps are for you to elevate your vegan impact and create more significant influence in the world. Check out the link. I left it for you in the show notes. And I'm curious to see where you're going to land and what your next steps will be. Let's veganize this world together, dear vegan friend. <laughs>